Girl Daily podcast, written by Stephanie Bond, narrated by Tegan Ashton Cohan, produced by Propeller Sound Studios. October 5th, Thursday. Detective Terry waved me into a small room with a wall of digital screens. Thanks for doing this, Ms. Culpepper. Glad to help find the mother of the baby if I can. I see you're back in disguise. He murmured, indicating my baggy t-shirt, bandana, and glasses. Right. Heading to a temp job after this. By the way, I checked the box holding the miscellaneous contents of Miss Padilla's car. I even checked the car itself one more time, but no wearing. Sorry. Thanks anyway, Detective. This is Evan, he said, gesturing to a wiry man sitting in front of a computer. He's going to run the security footage for us. I nodded hello. Evan gestured for me to take the seat next to him. Detective Terry stood behind us. Can you remember a specific day and time when you saw the pregnant girl? The detective asked. I had consulted my work schedule for the day I'd last seen her, the day I'd worked at the dry cleaners and had witnessed the clothing giveaway. I gave the date and approximate time to Evan and observed while he typed in the information. Within a few seconds, the screens on the wall were synced to the time and day he'd entered, displaying black and white pictures from all around Triangle Point. The camera across from the dry cleaners is number eight, Evan said, pointing to the wall. Let me switch this monitor to eight. I'll run the tape and you stop me if you see her. I stared hard at the screen, but the foot traffic was brisk and it was practically impossible to see every person clearly. It wasn't long before my eyeballs hurt from straining. Then I pointed. Wait, there's the owner bringing out the racks of giveaway clothing. Unfortunately, when she stopped, only a portion of either rack was visible. Did another camera capture the area that's just off this screen? The man scanned the wall, then shook his head. No. Maybe we'll get lucky, Detective Terry said. I'll slow it to half speed, Evan offered. Even at half speed, it was challenging to register every moving form. A crowd moved toward the racks and some figures went off screen. I scoured the film, asking the operator to rewind and replay many times, but I didn't see the pregnant girl. The crowd eventually dispersed and at length, the racks were rolled back to the dry cleaners. To my dismay, almost three hours had passed. That's enough for now, Detective Terry said. Would you be willing to come back another time and work with Evan to check other places you think she might have hung out? Of course. How's the baby? The child services rep says he's a perfectly healthy baby boy. He just doesn't have a mother. For a few seconds, the big man seemed to go to another place in his mind, and I got the feeling he was thinking about another baby without a mother. Then he blinked and he was back to business. But hopefully he'll be placed in a good permanent home. Or perhaps the father will come forward, I offered. He nodded. That would be a good thing. The public seems to have taken an interest in the case, I said. I hear they're calling him Baby Doe. Right, 
for John Doe. If the mother is anywhere near a television or radio, she has to know we're looking for her. And that the baby is okay. He nodded. Let's hope she does the right thing. I pressed my lips together. From what I'd seen of the bedraggled teen, maybe she had done the right thing. Stephanie Bond, author of the Temp Girl Daily Podcast. If you know of someone who might enjoy the story, please share a screenshot of the podcast. It's your support that helps to grow the Temp Girl audience. Thank you so much. Come back tomorrow for another episode of Temp Girl. Temp Girl.